Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Sev and this is Welcome Home. So we are officially in 2024. What? 2004? No, 2024. It is currently January 2nd. And I really wanted to start this calendar year with some insights as to how you can go into this new year feeling your best, how to come on the other side, because right now we are in winter and it's usually that time to slow down, recharge, rest and digest. But what tends to happen during the beginning of the calendar year is the actual opposite. People start new things, we start new targets, new goals, new memberships, and we set these huge standards of what we want to cultivate for the year and I don't know I just feel like that is counterintuitive so here we are we're gonna we're gonna have a little talk so just some background I'm sitting in my cozy jumper I've got some cacao my new obsession is cacao you've not figured it out by now my new obsession is ceremonial cacao I mean I've always loved cacao but I've never had it this much I'm really obsessed with it because it really helps me get into flow state and I've been reaching for it over coffee even though I drink decaf I find that the properties in cacao benefit me so much more and I've been able to really feel the effects so if you don't know about ceremonial cacao even just normal organic cacao you know you can find it online in some organic shops and I'm not even talking about drinking chocolate the one that you can get in general supermarkets I'm talking the good real stuff 100% raw unrefined no genetically modified processes, the good stuff that comes from a sacred tree, sacred plant, a bean, and it's full of goodness. So that's what we have here. And I like to add in some reishi powder, some cinnamon and some salt, and it just, oh, it's so yummy. So even though it's technically (laughs) the 2nd of January, which marks a new calendar year, I want to share my insights on what I believe to be the real new year and that is spring equinox. I believe we have our new year, the beginning of the new year uh, on the first day of spring and I believe this year in 2024 it's going to be March 19th. I followed this calendar for the last year or so now. So I remember last year during spring equinox I did this whole thing Um, on the eve of it where I did my meditation, sat down with my yoga mat, lit some kind of sage or palo santo and I just intuitively treated it like the end of an era starting a new one and I meditated on it and I done some breath work and I really just created some space of being. I don't even think I set any goals, I try not to set goals to that level because I I like to be a little bit more intuitive with my goals and feel like oh in in three months time I want this then I'll kind of do it like that I like to set goals about three four months in advance as opposed to a year 
that's just how I work. I'm not saying this is the only way to, to set goals, but this is what I found works for me. That's what I did. And I've really honestly noticed such a shift. I remember setting goals of how I wanted to take my my business. So for those who are new to this podcast, I am a masseuse. I work in London and I go to people's houses and we do their sessions like that. And currently I've, over the last six, six or seven months, maybe more actually, I've taken a bit of a curve in how I deliver my sessions. So before I was more traditional with Swedish, deep tissue, um, and you know, just general massage for well-being. But I really, I've seen the research that's been coming up on the benefits of lymphatic massage and that internal detox cleansing that you can do manually through massage. So I decided to become a trained, qualified lymphatic practitioner. And then from then my obsession just grew and I started following more and more people online and discovering amazing mentors that I can learn from and then incorporate what I've learned through my qualification and through my mentors into my sessions with my clients. I've also been really um, inspired to share how to do this at home yourself because I know not everyone can do this not everyone can buy a a massage or go somewhere let alone have the time so that's just been my latest endeavor and i've been really enjoying this it's also it comes very much hand in hand with my spiritual awakening and i feel like okay we've got some answers here but it's still really hard to get some momentum because when you think about goals or success we tend to have an image in our mind right of what success looks like and sometimes that image is based from or on someone else's success story so we decide that is the ultimate success story but in reality success for everyone is not a huge following it's not money and it's not status it is different for everyone and i think for most people it is down to feeling fulfilled feeling free and flexible and sometimes money status and community can provide that feeling but it's it's kind of disguised and then people now think that I need to have x amount of money in my bank or reach a certain amount of of followings followers if you're you know in the creative world of content to feel successful but I think it's a feeling so that's the journey that I've been I've been trying to tap into the feeling of okay what is my purpose how can I contribute to the world because we are still spiritual beings living a human life in a human reality we are in this big suit right this meat suit I like to call it and we've all been, we, we all came in this world the same way. We all came in with a blank slate. Yes, we have karma in our DNA and trauma, but consciously we have a blank slate. And it's up to us to go down that spiritual path, draw up the contract we basically set before incarnating. I know this, we've, we've taken a huge turn, right? We've gone re- extremely esoteric now, but I really believe this is important. And if you're still with me, then st- stay to the end because you just might need to hear this. But 
we had a contract that we that we designed before we came into our human earthly existence and that contract is the blueprint to our soul's purpose our soul our spirit that internal god and universal source knows what we are capable of and what we came here to do and i think that's why it can be so hard to to stick with goals because when you have that forgetfulness of when you first came into this world you have doubts and there is no one to confirm it there is absolutely no one to confirm it yes you may be given spiritual breadcrumbs signs and synchronicities and for a while you feel the confirmation i know i always do every time i get my synchronicities i'm like okay yes cool i'm bang on the money and then something happened or maybe my mood dips or my hormones are imbalanced and i suddenly doubt the whole thing all over again and it's a cycle and this just again proves that time is not linear our journey is not linear it's cycles and waves it's fluctuations up and down that is what earth is is polarity so if you can recognize that we are here to have a contract fulfilled it's not gonna be a a smooth transition and don't be worried if you don't experience and perceive it a smooth and transition a smooth and transitional journey because we're supposed to experience if it was so easy to climb up this success ladder then we would never really understand the meaningfulness of it you know how special and fulfilling it can be we are supposed to endure the the harder parts of it so we can really experience the better parts of it so what i encourage you to do throughout the next three months okay so just before the 19th of march is do your best to stay away from the media that will try to shove down your throat new goals new me better me um new gym membership new weight loss plan new money goals if you've already got those goals already then fine go ahead and and do your do what you need to do but let's not start this new year which is technically the middle of winter the middle of hibernation with all these aspirations to be a new and improved version because let me tell you darling right now there is nothing wrong with you there is absolutely nothing wrong with you why do we always need to work to better ourselves to change ourselves to mold ourselves i do love a growth yes i'm always trying to achieve growth and momentum but we need to also acknowledge the now and and the here and and what we are currently and that's presence right now you are here whatever you're doing right now acknowledge uh, i am sitting on a chair i am on the walk i'm on the train try to accept that with as much love and grace as you can because all we have is the now <sighs> i know it's really hard to explain the concept of presence because it's so esoteric and it is so deep and i don't think english words can come close to translating the the realness of it but if you try to imagine your future self before you came to your future self you were your now self so without your now you cannot be your future does that make sense i hope it does to you so you have to hold space for the now 
because without the now, you don't have the future. And they coexist simultaneously. They are right now in the same place. But we are just perceiving time in a linear way because that is the way society has told us to measure our experience. It's just a measuring tool. It's not the real way to perceive life. Just sit with that for a moment. So the ways that I'm personally treating these next couple months is I, I've put a bit of a social ban on. Um, I've got only a very small amount of friends and I'm so grateful for that because otherwise I would find it hard to commit to this, this task that I'm setting myself. But I'm going to treat this um, remaining time of winter in hibernation. So I'm going to see as little as I can of people because I want to be my absolute best self. And not to say that I don't believe I'm already a, a, a best self. I feel like I'm the best self of where I am now, right? So right now, you are the best, the best version of you in the now. But by the time spring and summer comes, I hope to shed another layer of skin and be another version for myself that fits that time. So I'm not trying to be someone I'm not now. I'm holding space for the now. But in my rear view mirror, I have, a, I have an idea of where I want to be, how I want to feel and what I would like to curate for my life. But that will come only if I acknowledge the now and that's creating space for healing, resting, digesting and just releasing. I feel like the last few years my spiritual awakening restarted and if you're interested in learning more on that, I think I did in the, not last episode, but the one before that I spoke about a spiritual awakening. Um, how I've been on one ever since basically 2012. That's when it really started. And it's been coming and going in waves. And again, this just solidifies what I said about how time is not linear. Our spiritual awakening is not linear. It will come in waves. And you just have to ride it, honey. <laughs> so I started in 2012. It really started up during 2000. And 18 or 2017 I can't remember the day, the year and then for a couple years I was steady steady going up in my vibration and then I suddenly hit a plateau I didn't go down but I hit a plateau and I was so aware of it as well even if I was to look back at photos and memories and things like that I, I could see it in my face and my body I could see the markers of how I just wasn't ascending. But that's also okay because your body can only absorb so much light frequency codes. It needs time to calibrate and to absorb. If you absorb too much frequency of a, an ascension process, your body will crash and you will not sustain the codes that are being embedded into your DNA. So that was what was happening then. And then I think it was 2020 or 20, no, 21. 2021 
it started right up again and it's been the most intense journey. Everything that I thought I knew about my life, I'm quite questioning. It's really hard to admit this because um, it's a very vulnerable, sensitive topic, but everything I, I question, everything, everything I thought I knew, I'm questioning. And my whole identity is basically a question mark. And that's fine. I don't need an identity to feel one. I just need to feel like I'm on the right path. And following the breadcrumbs is how I'm doing that. And that's kind of what I've decided to do. Is just further breadcrumbs with as much blind faith. And that's what I suggest for you to do as well. Is to, even when things feel like they're turning and they're spiraling and you are doubting everything all you have is your inner compass and your intuition so follow that and it will lead you down the amazing path of your spiritual awakening my spiritual awakening has been really hard on me even physically on my body i've noticed all these things come up in my body that i've never had before um at the moment i'm having a lot of lower back issues I actually thought I injured myself. Now I'm realizing it's more than that because it comes and goes and I'm not really doing anything specifically. That's the weird thing. So I've been going down the rabbit hole and I've been coming up with a lot of Kundalini awakening stuff. Um, for those who don't know, your Kundalini is your life force and it lies dormant in the base of your spine. So just imagine a snake but it's all curled up at the base of your spine. Um, I believe it's the root chakra is, is the first one. When it starts to awaken, it's like a fiery sensation and it will try to move up the spine, igniting and balancing your, your chakras. Um, mine has not left the root. I feel like it's still very much at the bottom and it's trying to go up. I can feel it trying to move up but we're not quite there yet. So naturally the pain is, is really unbearable. Even today I was at the gym and I really couldn't bend at all. My egoic mind is telling me, you've just injured yourself. Because I, I keep going between the two, um, the two things of, I've either injured myself or I've got a weak lower back or I'm having a Kundalini activation and it's just taking its sweet time. And today I decided to go with my ego and said, oh no, you've just injured yourself. So I've spoken to a PT that goes to my gym and maybe I'll be getting some sessions with him just to see if I can correct my form in something. But part of me believes still it's the Kundalini activation. Sometimes it's really hard to distinguish between intuition and ego. And that's also okay. We need ego because ego is a little bit of that survival right we need to be a little bit what we need to be a little bit more grounded in in a way as well just to survive this earthly experience but never push your intuition to the back of your mind allow allow it to come forward every now and again so that's where we are now um another um really weird thing that's been happening with me is i've been getting a lot of lightheadedness really intense i feel like now we've slowed down on it but i remember in the big uh not beginning of the year but around april time so wild to reflect on it so around april time um i took a trip and i went to scotland and the best time ever when i went there i felt like i was at home 
I can't explain it. I just felt like I was, I'm, and for the few years, even before that trip, I've never been to Scotland. Even for a few years before it, I would see the fields, like the highlands of Scotland in my dreams. And I would kind of associate it with like a magical enchanted land. And now I realize it's the highlands of Scotland. So I went to Scotland and then I went to an area called Poolwe. <laughs> How do I say it? P double L no P double O L W E Poolwe, and it was this beautiful remote cabin. I done like a four three day fast from food. I meditated, went on walks. It was the most spiritual, transforming experience I've ever had, and I've never had a successful fast like that. I've always felt hungry when I've been doing fasts that long in London, but when I did it there, I felt amazing. I felt like I was high, it was insane. And then I came back to London and I think it was like my first or second week back to work. And I was on my way to see a client, um, to see a, I was on my way to see a client and I was just at a bus stop and I wasn't fasted. I, was, I had food already in me and I was just snacking on some almonds, some chocolate covered almonds. I felt this weird sensation. It felt like it came from my spine and it moved up my, my torso. And sometimes when you, you know, when you get that feeling of movement, you feel, you think you're going to be sick, right? And then I thought, oh gosh, am I going to vomit right now? Oh my God. And I was at a busy bus stop and, and it was just not the ideal place. So because I was panicking, I just closed my eyes and I was just trying to do some slow, deep breathing just to calm down because I, I can control um, vomit well oh god that sounds horrible I can control my nausea really well because I've got such a phobia of vomiting or anything in my throat choking I can't take tablets things like that so the thought of vomiting like really gave me like a bit of a panic so I had to calm down so I closed my eyes done some breathing and then I don't remember anything else but I woke up on the floor. So I basically fainted and fucking passed out on the fucking bus stop. I was like dripping in sweat, but my lips were cold and blue. It was horrible. I was so mortified. And I have literally like no idea what happened. Lovely, this lovely old man helped me up and he took me to a little cafe and we got, I got myself a taxi home. And after that, I got home and I had fevers for like two, three days. I don't believe I had a virus because my respiratory system was fine. My, my nasals were fine. It was just fever. So after months of reflecting, I, I now link that back to that trip in Scotland. I believe that something activated in my spiritual body and it probably was a bit too much. I think combined with the fasting, four days of fasting can really get you in touch with your spiritual body, your inner spirit. It can purge toxins and trauma. And I think maybe it was all a bit too much. Two weeks after that trip, my body just obviously got too much. It was too much for it. So this year's been all about huge spiritual awakenings. And that's why leading me now back onto how I'm going into this calendar year is I need to rest and recharge. And to do that, I need to see less people. I don't go out much anyway, but still I'm gonna go out as little as I can. 
And instead, I'm going to use this time and submerge myself in nature. Continue with spiritual practices. So yoga, movement medicine, breath work, and still, still staying connected into my purpose. And that's what I would encourage you to do as well. Because come spring, come March 19th, we will be starting a new year. And that is when new opportunities, new tasks, new goals, new layers of you are going to want to come up. We are ever-changing creatures. Our cells turn over every single day. So we are constantly projecting a new version of ourselves. But because of our stored emotions, our stored trauma, our old beliefs, our old patterns, we live from the past because of what is stored in our tissues. But really, really, we have a new body. I, th I think I heard somewhere that we are a new person every seven years. So you can really fulfill this, this new embodiment that you have by shedding old layers of yourself that are no longer serving you. They are not in alignment with your new body. And to do this, you need to preserve your energy so you can use it on your healing. I deeply encourage you to get into inner work like breath work. Go on YouTube. You can find the Wim Hof method. You can find Ujjayi breathing. You can find the lion's breath. There's many methods of breath work to release stored trauma. And once you learn the main modalities of it, it's free. It's your own personal skill set that you can keep with you. You don't need to spend money to keep it going. That's the beauty of spiritual practices is they can be so sustainable another thing i would suggest is to move your body in a more medicinal way so i do love to do some hit training and yes i do love a little bit you know hardcore training here and there but most of the time i try to keep it medicinal movement in a more functional way that's going to give me enough energy you know i don't want to burn myself out in every single workout okay right now I've just lost pressure in my left ear and I'm hearing a really high pitch tone in my right ear. So I'm feeling, <laughs> this is also, I forgot to mention, this has also been happening. I've been getting a lot of ear and head sensations. Okay, I think somewhere spirit is trying to communicate with me. Um, and I think this could be, be some sort of confirmation of what I'm talking about because usually this happens when I'm talking or feeling something that's truth to me I get these little spiritual confirmations through physical sensations sorry that was a bit of a um, interlude but I just really wanted to acknowledge it and if anyone else is by the way feeling any of the things that I stated let me know because I think the more we share and talk about our experiences, the more information out there there is and we are not feeling so alone in our spiritual awakening. It's scary when you have all these symptoms come up, who do you go to? You go to a GP and then they'll tell you you've got tinnitus, tinnitus, what is this word? Ty let me Google it, hang on. 
Okay, the word is tinnitus or tinnitus, which is the medical term for hearing noises in your ears. It occurs when there is no outside source of sounds. Tinnitus is often called ringing in the ears and it may also sound like blowing, roaring, buzzing, hissing, humming, whistling or sizzling. The noises can be heard soft or loud. Well, that doesn't really explain much, does it, Google? But it is a spiritual symptom. It really is. If you've got no background in hearing problems, it is a spiritual symptom. It is a channel that has been opened and source is trying to connect with you. And when that happens, I encourage you to remain calm. Not like me when I just panicked just now and got excited. Breathe, take some breaths, take a minute, slow down, close your eyes. Maybe ask a question. What would you like to say? or how can I help you? I also often like to say only high vibrational beings have access to this channel because if you've opened a spiritual channel or a portal of communication, that literally means anything can come through. So be specific on who you want to have access to your channel. That is very important. Back to what we were talking about is movement medicine, functional, be mindful, do some yoga. I personally love any work from yoga with Adrian, but if you are beyond the level of beginner yoga, then Kat Meffin is amazing, Boho Beautiful. I'm really right now obsessed with Devi Daily Yoga. She's on YouTube as well, amazing. Go to a studio if you want to have a more community-based practice, but you have to move your body. You have to release the stored trauma in your tissues because when we go through any kind of trauma, and trauma is right now expressed in many ways. It could just be having a, a weird conversation with someone and you've absorbed their shit, right? That is now trauma in your tissues. You need to release it. And to do that, you have to breathe it out shake it out, stretch it out. If you don't, it will just manifest more and more in your body, weighing you down, making you heavy, making you feel with inflammation, affecting your mood, affecting your confidence, your motivation. You have to get it out. Otherwise, this new version that you are constantly evolving into will never have the chance to live out that life. So movement medicine. Another thing you need to do during this winter period is eat seasonal whole foods you must avoid processed food as much as you can i have a big sweet tooth i love it but i try to indulge in more periodic periods so during the week typically i'll keep it as clean as i can if my hormones are out of whack then i notice i'll indulge more often but I know that's not me. I know that's just my hormones. Maybe I'm, I'm living off sugar. Maybe I've got a candida overgrowth. Maybe my gut microbiome is not great right now. So you have to take care of your inner body. Eat more fiber, eat more leafy greens. You have to create a good environment in your gut. Our gut is the home of serotonin hormone, the happy hormone. If you have a bunch of bad bacteria in your gut from over-processed food, over-indulging sh- over in sugars and alcohols and gluten, your gut microbiome is not going to be at the level it needs to be to produce the serotonin hormone. And if you don't feel happy, you don't do the things that make you feel happy. 
right? You end up reaching for those short-term fixes that reach, that elevate your dopamine hormone. So you have to have whole food, fiber, no alcohol. You cut that shit. And I'm not even saying have it every now and again. Cut that shit out. They don't call it spirit for no reason. Alcohol is the devil's blood. That stuff will take over your body. I heard as well that alcohol, it can last so many um, days after you've ingested it. So even in your hair, you can have it in your hair days after you've had it. It stays in your skin days. I think in the body or in the gut, it stays for X amount of hours, but it can stay in your hair and your skin cells for longer than like two days. So be very careful of what you're putting into your body. Hydrate, have herbal teas, have mother nature. You need this, otherwise you cannot be the better version of you. Your body is a rocket and you need to fill it with the proper fuel. So it is the next day. I had to cut the episode short and stop recording due to work commitment. So if you hear a different background, it's because we are now in the later part of the day and we have evening birds that are singing. I think where I left off, I was talking about hydrating yourself and basically filling your body with nourishing foods. I encourage you to just eat as well as you can. Obviously, if you want to indulge here and there, that's absolutely fine. I mean, just today I had an almond croissant from Gales. You want to create the foundations in inwards so you can feel your absolute best, which then leads me on to another point of focusing on your, your presence. So this kind of also links back to living in the present moment but I'm gonna word it in a different way because I received a channeling on the train today and I wrote it down because I really felt like it was needed to to, um, go over here. So instead of worrying about the future and focusing on why it's not here yet, being in that waiting, desperate energy of, I want it now, why isn't it here now? Think of it like this. So imagine you've got a shop, you've got a new retail shop on the street, on the high street. It is currently in the process of being built. It cannot carry out any sales or transactions without the foundations, which is the actual physical shop all the tech that supports it, all the employees that work there, all the regulations and behind the scene workings of that shop. You can't have the sales, which is in the example, your results of your desired reality. You can't get any of that without the first fundamentals and the foundations of that shop. It goes back to you can't have your future without your now. So you all you have to do is focus on the now. You are literally paving your path for the the roads that will lead you to your destination. Not to say that your future is a one-stop destination because we are ever growing and we're always moving from one place to another you understand the example you have to stay in the now you're never going to get to the place of desire without the preparation we're also as a planet we are moving into a 5d dimension our planet is shifting into a another dimension which holds much higher frequency so those of the collective who are on this journey they are having their spiritual awakening and they are having their soul alignment you will be feeling this more than anyone. You have made a conscious decision to awaken and move forward. 
So you are going to be more sensitive to any shifts, any energetic transfers. It's really important that you especially take this time and listen to your body whenever you can and don't feel guilt over it. Don't worry about counseling on people. They'll understand. And if they don't, then fuck them. They're not your people because your soul tribe knows your mission. They know your contract. In fact, they writ it with you before incarnating. So if anyone doesn't get it, then you know for a fact that they are not your soul tribe and that you kind of need to tell yourself okay you're not on this journey with me you don't get it cool and then you just carry on doing what you're doing you don't think about it you don't worry about it so i'll end the podcast here i hope that you found this helpful and that you got all the tools you needed to navigate through this winter time If you are interested in learning more on any facial tension release, lymphatic treatments for your face and body, then feel free to check out my YouTube channel. I have a few videos on there releasing tension, how you can drain your face from any trapped fluid. Have a wonderful day wherever you are and I will see you in the next one. Bye.